Welcome class, my name is Jeff Pallier, and you're listening to Heroclix 201. There are plenty of podcasts and videos that talk about things like the current scene, upcoming sets and events, or how to play, so I won't be covering any of that. With this show, I want to dive into details that many players, especially newer ones, may not know. Today's episode was recorded on the 21st of September, 2018. Set Spotlight is where I talk about a specific release and feature a noteworthy figure or two from that set. Let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start. I mentally went back and forth about whether or not to discuss Infinity Challenge through Critical Mass, because I've previously covered them on the Brothers Prob podcast. Ultimately, I decided that I want this show to be its own thing. If that means covering ground I've covered before, then so be it. With Heroclix, WizKids was following up on the success of their Fantasy Clicks game, Mage Knight. By bringing superheroes to the tabletop with Infinity Challenge, the first set of Heroclix. Heroclix simplified the Mage Knight format a bit because it eliminated things like setting up terrain, measuring how far figures can move or shoot with a flexible ruler, and it mattering which direction each figure faced. In these earliest sets, each non-unique character had three versions, Rookie, Experienced, and veteran. These are often referred to as REV or REV. They would have yellow, blue, or red rings, respectively. Unique figures would have a silver ring, something that continues today, even if the rarity level is more variable. Some figures would also have different colored bases. They would be a hero and a villain, each with a different colored base, or the same colored base, uh, such as Doctor Strange and Nightmare. That would mean that these figures were arc enemies. That is uh, a game effect that did not last very long. Uh, In addition, each character would often have a Gold Ring LE version with that character's real name, such as Peter Parker instead of Spider-Man. My wife and I had been playing Mage Knight, but switched to Heroclix when it came out in mid-2012. Infinity Challenge featured many of the most iconic Marvel characters like Spider-Man, Hulk, and Captain America. The first figure I'm going to talk about is the Rookie Hulk, figure number IC058. This figure can be found in the common slot of a booster pack. This Hulk was 103 points for 8 clicks of life, 0 range, the Avengers team ability, and would retroactively be given the keywords Avengers and Brute. Hulk's first click is what's often called an activation click, an opening click with low numbers and few, if any, powers. In this case, it represents him starting as Bruce Banner with a 6-7-14-1. After that first click, he hulks out and starts gaining power. Even today, a dial that progressively gains strength as the character takes damage is called a Hulk dial. On the second click, this Hulk's numbers aren't much better, 6-8-14-1, but he gains super strength and toughness. His best click is number 7, where he has 8 12, 17, 4, with Leap Climb, Super Strength, Invulnerability, and Battle Fury. His final click is still decent with 5, 11, 15, 2, Super Strength, Toughness, and Battle Fury. My second choice to feature this episode is the Red Ringed Fire Lord, IC138. 
This Fire Lord would be found in the rare slot of a booster. He's 97 points with 8 range, flight, 10 clicks, no team ability, and was retroactively given the keywords Cosmic, Herald, and Warrior. His opening click is an astounding 12, 13, 18, 3 with energy explosion, barrier, and super senses. Although the numbers drop, he keeps those powers for the first five clicks of life. On click six, he loses energy explosion and barrier, but picks up energy shield deflection. He loses the super senses on click eight. On his last three clicks, his only power is Pulse Wave, but since his attack value is either 8 or 7 depending on the click, that's kind of a Hail Mary play. It's Team Ability Time Capsule. In this segment, I'll talk about an ATA or a team ability that isn't used any longer. Let's talk Scrolls. Scrolls are a shape-shifting alien race in the Marvel Universe. To represent this, the scroll team ability grants the character shapeshift, but only succeeds on a 6. It can be used in addition to regular shapeshift, giving the character fortunate enough to have both an additional chance to avoid being attacked. The symbol for the scroll TA is a green scroll head. The scroll team ability debuted with some generics in Infinity Challenge and was last seen in 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy set. Keyword, Cornucopia. There are keywords that we all know and use, both named and generic, as Guardian, Martial Artist, Batman Family, etc. But what about those other, almost unknown keywords? Here's one. Since I mentioned it in the set spotlight, let's talk about Herald. I would have thought that Herald would refer specifically to the Heralds of Galactus, but it's been used outside of that particular group of characters. Of course, you have characters like Silver Surfer, Fire Lord, and Terax with it, but there's also versions of Uatu, Heimdall, and Vision with the Herald keyword. What surprised me is that only about half of the 73 possibilities that HC Realms lists for Herald came from Marvel. DC's Herald entries start with Zoriel in Justice League set and continue through to Hermes in the Superman Wonder Woman set. Harold has also appeared with figures from various Lord of the Rings sets, Bioshock Infinite, Mage Knight Resurrection, Iron Maiden, and even Harry Knowles from the San Diego Comic-Con combo pack. The last time Harold was used by a Marvel figure was also in 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. Time for character creation, where I'll take a look at a character that's never been clicked or should be redone and give them a new dial and card. For those that have a hard time picturing these in their heads, check out the Facebook page. This episode, I'm reworking one of my daughter's favorite characters, Energizer. Energizer is Katie Power and was created by Louise Simonson and June Brigman for Power Pack No. 1 in 1984. Katie is the youngest of the Power children and can destroy matter, converting it to energy balls that she projects to do damage. Energizer's only time being clicked was way back in 2008's Secret Invasion, and she hasn't held up well. Here's my update. She's still 35 points and 4 clicks of life. She has improved targeting adjacent characters. Energizer and her siblings would all have the following trait. Power Pack. Unique modifier. Modify this character's defense plus 1 if adjacent to another character with the Power Pack keyword. Her second trait is Little Kid. 
characters carrying Energizer do not modify their speed for doing so. She would have a zero printed range and the power pack keyword, but no team ability. Her first two clicks are 6 10 16 1. Her final two clicks are 5 9 16 1. On all four clicks, she has sneaking around, sidestep, and costumes off, shape change. She has the special attack power Energizer on the first three clicks. It reads Power. Destroy an object, equipment, wall, or blocking terrain in her square or an additional square and give her a power token. Free. Remove up to three power tokens and make that many penetrating psychic blast attacks as if she has a range of four and two damage. On her final click, the special attack power is Power. Remove a power token from her, and Energizer can use Pulse Wave as if she has a range of 6 and 2 damage. So, she packs quite a wallop, but other than her shape change, doesn't have a lot going for her with defense. Uh, A little better if she's adjacent to one of her siblings, or someone else with the power pack keyword, like perhaps a Franklin Richards figure. Item Inspection. So for item inspection, I'm looking at uh, the various items that you might find throughout the years. What are the things you reach for when you want more than a standard light or heavy object? From cardboard objects with special abilities to 3D representations, from word balloons to light constructs, this is item inspection. Good to use with the Hulk I talked about in Set Spotlight would be the Telephone Booth. This is a cardboard token that could be found in the Justice League set from 2007. The Telephone Booth is a light object. It also has the following text. A character occupying the same squares as this object can be dealt one pushing damage as a free action. Remember that wimpy activation click on Hulk style? Just move him up to the telephone booth and BOOM! Now he's on click 2 with better stats, but not a second action token. You can just sit there and keep doing that until you're on the click you want to be on, and then, hey, you can pick up the telephone booth and hit somebody with it. Now sponsoring. I don't have sponsors, not corporate sponsors, but I'm still going to promote a product or service every episode. These are businesses or other podcasts that I like and suggest and think you should too. This episode, I'm recommending Jeff and Rick present Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. Jeff, not me, and Rick, not my dad, discuss the Power Pack comics starting with issue one from 1984. It's a delightful show that I listen to with one of my partners and my daughter has started listening to too. Check them out on Apple Podcasts and I'm sure other podcatching apps. In Map Minutiae, I'm going to cover a specific map from the hundreds that have been printed over the years. I'm going to briefly talk about one of the simplest maps WizKids has ever made. It's the Half Court, outdoor map from Wolverine and the X-Men. This is a mini-map that came in a super booster with the team base. It's 8 squares by 8 squares. Squares A2 through A7 are blocking terrain. Squares D1 through F1 and D8 through F8 are hindering. The starting squares are A1 through H1 and A8 through H8. These mini-maps are good for 100 point or less games, and the half-court is the simplest of them all. 
That's it for this time. HeroClix 201 is presented by the Podcastcadia Network. Questions or comments? Want to chime in about an upcoming topic? I welcome your feedback. Search for HeroClix 201 on Facebook. You can also support the show on Patreon. Next episode, I'll be talking about Hypertime. Until then, be good, have fun, play clicks.